it seemed as if he was being very charitable, but he's being charitable in the wrong way. Now, when I read this, I feel like y'all gonna have the same look that I looked at when I read it. This is a tweet from Twitter. It's a news article. A San Francisco billionaire, not millionaire, billionaire, is donating $30 million to the University of California, San Francisco, to research, wait for it, root causes of homelessness. So, a good bit. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not debating you can't fix some homelessness with $30 million. I'm saying, how much homelessness can you fix with $30 million? So, I'm going to take a minute here. I'm going to I'm gonna put an academic lens on this. You okay. Homelessness, if you, view, if you view it as a social determinant of public health, um, homelessness is a root cause of a lot of other things. If you give $30 million away or if you house 30 million people or, you know, if, if you use that money to homeless people to feed them, house them, whatever, um, you are treating the symptom, but you are not treating the cause. Mm -hmm. So if that money were to go towards like public health research, and I would include other spectrum, other social determinants aside from homelessness in that as a lump sum. I think that could be useful, but I think the context of that was a little misguided. Mm. It sounds misguided. It does. Say the exact tweet one more time. Or the, after the thirty million part, he's donating it to what exactly? He's donating it to a college, to the okay. University of California, San Francisco, mm -hmm. for them to research the root causes of homelessness. And and so another thing too. Why he may donate it to a college is because you can't necessarily donate to government to research. So like the California Department of Public Health, CDC, you can't donate money to those organizations. But if you donate money to a college or an institution, they can work with those governmental re agencies to collaborate to further the research. Because mm -hmm. here's my thing. Because um, I'm a sociology major. Um, so I've done you know, different studies, read up on certain things and stuff about homelessness for one thing, um, and a bunch of other things. My thing is this. Um, you take $30 million, and I'm sure for the pe a lot of people that turn their noses up at it, it was like, oh, you gave $30 million for research as opposed to giving it to people to, you know, save them from homelessness and stuff like that. How does that money, if you're if you're using it for something different, as opposed to giving it to the college, but you want to you know give it to the homeless people, how does that perpetuate the homeless homeless people from not being homeless again? How does that help treat homelessness as opposed to you know taking an isolated control situation and maybe helping them at one point in time? But if you're not going to be continuously helping in regard, or, okay, you know, let me take this thirty million dollars, let me open up, I don't know, I'm gonna open up a business in this part of the homeless neighborhood or whatever, mm -hmm. and we're going to employ these people. Mm -hmm. Let's get them in so they can make some money here. We're going to establish shelter here, shelter there, or do whatever, you know, whatever, so they can actually have places to live and actually establish a pattern of them actually fending for themselves and being able to take care of themselves so that they could springboard from that and take it somewhere else. It's a teaching so, fish concept. Pretty much, yeah, take it. If I, I can give you food or I can teach you how to feed yourself, in which mm -hmm. case I never have to give you food again. Right. So it's that exact logic. Like, if you don't figure out what's causing people to be homeless, you can't fix the problem, therefore right. you can't mm -hmm. fix the people from actually being homeless. Right. Because reality is, you can start everybody at zero and give everybody the same amount of money and the same motherfuckers is rich, you're still going to get back rich and the same motherfuckers who's poor, still going to end up back poor. That's just reality. A lot of it, it has to do with the mentality and the mindset right. of how you use the resources that you exactly. have. If you don't, if you've never learned how to properly utilize your resources to progress your situation further, mm -hmm. if you've never learned that, Giving you more resources isn't going to fix the situation. Right. It's just giving right. you more shit to fuck up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, 
anything, I, I like that that it was for the cause and not just just to study the homeless mm-hmm. or, or anything. He was trying to find the cause and trying to. So I don't hate it. Yeah, we definitely look at it sideways, but I based even... off how Tony presented it, I could see mm-hmm. how bigger picture. And and I'd even go a step further and say thirty million may not be enough. It's not gonna be enough. Yeah. It was gonna be my thing was what and I'm not trying to, you know, downplay it for, for any listeners who may have went to uh, UCSF, but what makes that particular program I guess reputable enough to A receive that money and also use it to help find the cause, but also B um, just the location itself. Like, I don't know the exact homeless population in San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, but most people, I, I know, I mean, it's most tourist towns, you're going to find a lot of homeless people there yeah. because there's a lot of people going there that have money. So mm-hmm. they're going to try to put themselves in a place where they're surrounded by people who may be willing to give them a dollar right. or two. So I can see it as far as that part is concerned. Um, but when you look at a lot of these other places who who have homelessness, so you can think of your bigger cities, you know, like your LA's, your San Francisco's, your Houston's, your Atlanta's, your New York's, and stuff like that. But then when you think of some of the more, I don't want to say poorer cities, but it's like they the, the ones that lack as many resources as a place like in San Francisco and LA and those those the places already have. So you can think of a place like Baltimore, for example. Um, you can think of, 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 I'm trying to think of other cities on the top of my head, and it's not really coming to me at this exact moment. But there, I feel like there are other cities who, you know, have, in, in the area, that have good scholastic programs that could use that type of funding to help out in their certain areas as well. So, like, what makes San Francisco that one place where I'm glad he did it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? It has to start somewhere. And, you know, and maybe that was his alma mater. Maybe he knows people who are in that program, whatever the case may be. But if you're gonna do that, like take it, like you know, just make it a little, you know, take make it, you know, not such a micro situation, and kind of like look, you know, just take eyes and look around. Where else could you know you can fund this money for this research, you know, where it may hit a little more close to home. Yeah, cause mm-hmm. I I'd be willing to say that it's I doubt he's giving thirty million dollars for them to only study homelessness in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, I imagine it's gonna be the cause of homelessness in general as right, it pertains right. to like the entire nation because right. like, like what I noticed like I know, with oh. certain with certain studies though is like what they'll do is they'll take they'll 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 perform studies in a particular location. Like say they do right. it for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. They'll try to create a model and what they'll want to do is use that model in, in different places and, and see if it'll work. And sometimes mm-hmm. it does, sometimes it doesn't. Right. But I, because I, of, yeah. The reason I said that is because I I, I I think San Francisco is probably the one that they use because San Francisco has the highest cost of living in terms yeah. of like you needing somewhere to lay your Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the highest living in the nation. So I feel like if you have the highest in the nation, but you don't have the highest in the nation salaries, the highest in the mm-hmm. nation people uh, being employed, that kind of thing there, mm-hmm. then there's probably a natural correlation between highest cost of living and the highest rate of homelessness. Mm-hmm. Which I feel yeah. like giving thirty million dollars to San uh, University of San Francisco, whatever I think that's what what is that. Mm-hmm. Um, giving that money to them is probably I won't say the best person to use, but probably one of the best options to use, right. considering the number of homeless people that are probably in that city. I would have to as know a result of that. I'd have to know the stats as far. Well. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And right. I mean, without right. knowing for sure, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, because I know for a fact from a real estate perspective, San Francisco is like the top of the top. Like, right. Crazy. Like, and and even to kind of go along with that. You may not even have to break it down that deep. He might just be an alum. Or he might, you know, geographical location. That just might be the closest university to him. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it don't have to be no big drawn out reason. Yeah. yeah. You can have an intern from, from that school. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. he said, you know, you know school has to Win this bet and I give the school 30 yeah. million or some shit uh, like that. I mean, so. what's, what's 30 million to you if you got a few billion? Right. So, real quick, how do y'all feel then? Um, this they're actually turning into a whole nother topic, it seems like. So you got the dude over here who, uh, you know, gave the thirty million for research. Just recently, I forget the dude, but there's another dude who said he's gonna take forty million or whatever to buy people's you know, uh, the Morehouse student loans mm-hmm. um, for the people that graduated that. in 2019. Um, I forget exactly. I forget. I saw it say forty million. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's taking that money to you know to go into you know people you know what they already paid into student loans and stuff like that. How do you guys feel as far as, you know, the way... Because they utilize their money two different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the dude that gave the money to UCSF is doing it, you know, to aid a broaden research, but to kind of help solve a certain phenomenon that they can, you know, perpetuate into, you know, actually 
you know, beneficial terms for, you know, the farmers people, and I feel like for other people as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas the dude over here, he's, you know, donating his money for a set specific amount of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to help any other people that are graduating. It's not going into a program to create more scholarships for other people to come into the school and not have to, you know, pay these exorbitant amount of money to get to the school and stuff like that. So the way they used it, how do you guys feel um, other philanthropists, I guess, or other people who have large sums of money they donated, how do you guys feel is the best way to funnel that money back into the community in order for it to, you know, be most beneficial? Is it more so for, you know, if you look at it in a micro way, to, you know, help the people that are, that need it at that moment in time or the way in which, you know, the Duke of UCSF use it in trying to, you know, solve a phenom- phenomenon and actually... So, that's a very interesting perspective, I would say. Um, I think... I would lean more towards the Morehouse route, paying off the student loans. And the reason why I would say that is because, and part of this is recency bias. I got an email this morning saying my student loans payment was due this month in June, right? I talked to um, a lot of people yesterday. Right. But, <laughs> I hate it today. <laughs> <laughs> but to that end, if just think about it. We all went to college. Mm-hmm. Think about what we could have done if we didn't have student loans, right? So to put this in perspective, by wiping out their student loans, they will now be able to have more resources at their disposal to better their wealth, right? That affects generational change, mm-hmm. I feel like. And what it does, it allows those students to better help those people that they come into contact with. So it's almost like a um, like a domino cascading effect, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas on the other side of that, if we study homelessness and we get people out of homelessness, say that is the, the, the ideal goal, we get people out of homelessness, the, the likelihood of them becoming at, uh, uh, what is that, a uh, high class, not middle class, but like wealthy? Yeah, like, wealthy. Like, like upper middle class. Yeah, upper middle class. The likelihood of them becoming upper middle class from homeless is less likely, in my opinion, than taking a college graduate, giving, like taking away their student loans and letting their change affect the world. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to view this a little differently and y'all can call it whatever it is after the fact, but this is just how I, I kind of see it. Mm-hmm. So you got 400 kids, give or take, I think it's like 396, let's just say 400 for even number's sake, $40 mm-hmm. million, dollars, right? So that means each one has... They said what, like 100, uh, it was like 200, I think it was 230-something thousand yeah, per student. Near like 200. All right, that math don't work out then. Uh, no, I think it was around 80, 87-something. Was it? Yeah. All right, for him to I get think. $40 million and to be 400 kids, I the math has to work out to about $100,000 per I year. I thought it was more than $40 million, but I okay. thought it was, too. I, 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 I'm not I thought it was. I remember. Yeah. I, I, thought I, heard I know, like, million. they didn't hit, each each student didn't hit $100,000. They no. were in the low $100,000s. I remember. Okay, okay. So, so, and I'm going to say that to say this, right? Yeah. You graduate college with $100,000, an undergraduate degree, I might mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That's important with, to know. With $100,000 worth of debt. And let's arguably say, how, how many how many sociology degrees do you know? Oh, JV Fences, you a sociology degree? Mm-hmm. A sociology you you could go to you can go to Morehouse, mm-hmm. you know, get an undergraduate degree in sociology, and cool, you got that. You mm-hmm. owe hundred thousand dollars. What sociology job can you go readily find immediately with a with an undergraduate degree that's going to help pay off that? You gotta go back to school. You got to go back to school. It forces you. I mean, that's exactly my point. You mm-hmm. have a degree that's essentially worth this in this current state. Right. You can't do shit with that sociology degree at that current moment to pay $100,000 worth of debt. And also, before you keep going, I make it very clear. That's not just a sociology degree. Mm-hmm. A bachelor's degree now yeah. is almost akin to a high, high school, school diploma. diploma. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so this is blanket, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. not just sociology. Well, right. biology no, no, no. degrees. Right. You can't go just go you get know, a you job. Can't, you got to go again, back. That's exactly my point. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's a there's a subset of degrees that you can get a bachelor's in mm-hmm. and can't do shit with it in its current state. You got to go back and get extra schooling on top of it to make it worth something. Shit, exercise science. Okay. Right. So, with that said, <laughs> I I everybody's commending the guy for giving 40 million dollars we were debating the number, but let's just say $40 million for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. I got no pressure with him. Mm-hmm. I got no pressure with the kids, because obviously if the nigga want to give me $100,000 to pay off my loans, who the fuck am I going to <laughs> Right. So cool. 100%. My issue is with the university. 
Because if I have a student that's coming here for a sociology degree, mm-hmm. and he's going to be on the hook for 100 grand upon his exit, mm. and I know that this motherfucker doesn't have the resources to go to graduate school, mm-hmm. they don't have the means to acquire what I imagine to be at least another $100,000 worth of debt, depending on what program you get into, mm-hmm. to get a, what, a master's? Yeah, a master's, master's. In, in sociology or whatever, which is what you would need to get some job that might help you in the remote, but now you on, you on the hook for what? Let's just say 180. Right. You on the hook for 180 grand trying to look for a sociology job. And and mind you, I think to kind of emphasize your point, when you get out of that master's program, you're only going to be eligible for entry level positions. Yes. Mm-hmm. So again, we get back to the point. I feel like we everybody is is you know applauding the guy and and you know the kids and stuff like that. I'm criticizing the school. Because how many of those kids could you have stopped at the door? Like, motherfucker choose their degree first day. Mm-hmm. Or, and then arguably they change it. You know, I know plenty of people that I have or whatever like right. that. But by year two, year three, you got pretty much right. where you're going. You know where you're going. By year two, if a motherfucker, if I'm an advisor and a motherfucker come to my office, hey, I want to be, uh, I want to get a sociology degree. Cool, stop right here, bro. Go, go put in your withdrawal papers. And I'm not being rude. I'm being 100% honest with you. Mm-hmm. To go to this school for that degree mm-hmm. is not worth it for you. Yeah. You're never going to make the amount of money necessary to pay off this amount of debt, mm-hmm. which now means you have an albatross around your fucking neck that you're never going to shake. Yeah. Congratulations, your new ice is anchored. Let me kick you off the fucking boat and watch you drown. Because that's the only thing you're going to be able to do. You're never going to be able to pay that amount of debt off. And to be honest, and just to kind of piggyback off that, I can feel that 100%. Because uh, when I started my college career, I started at Emory University uh, from mm-hmm. going, going to business school. Um, mm-hmm. That was my initial trajectory. Um, talking to a teacher of mine that I had, I took a sociology class, and she kind of took me under the wing. And it was just like, yeah, so what do you plan on doing with this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, I'll do this for the B school, which uh, Guizetta, which is the name of the school up there, was at the time a uh, top five business school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, rigorous program, you know, woo woo So I was like, I'm doing that. And then, you know, so wait till you make your master's too. I was like, yeah, and I'm going to do that, you know, BA, blah, blah, blah. She was like, well, I'm going to let you know now. You're doing this. This is the kind of path you're going on. And she put me in, put me in contact with a couple people who kind of went on the same trajectory. Mm-hmm. One who finished, one who didn't, another one who didn't. Um, two who didn't, one who did. Um, and they're just pretty much telling me, you know, about how rigorous the programs are and stuff like that. And it was like, look, this is what I'm going to tell you right now. You're, you know, 19-year-old kid. You, you have a lot of life ahead of you. You know, take this time to really find yourself, enjoy what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take classes you enjoy. Make sure you get your prereqs done, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But make sure that you know what you're doing. And, you know, taking that advice, I found myself, you know, took the right sociology classes. Okay, I love sociology. This is kind of what I want to do. But it don't make sense majoring in sociology at $50,000 a pop. Right. It's not, not, at Emory. It's, it's not at Emory. It's not at Emory. It's not It's Put it this way, right? You get a... Well, a four-year degree at, at tech is like a really a six-year degree. Like I don't know too many people that got out of tech in four years. Yeah, that's so, real. So that's real. I know, yeah, people, I know people that got out of five. It's like five-year program. Yes. I, yeah, I know, yeah, I, I, I know none. I know none that got out of four. So none like, sane. None sane, yeah. 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 I, I know a couple crazy yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> and I know a genius nigga. But he shouldn't have been at tech anyway. He should have been at MIT to be a buck. Like, mm-hmm. like he, he dumbed it down to go to tech. Wow. I don't know why the fuck he did that. Probably because he got a scholarship. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably so, which I imagine. So... But I said that to say is you you leave tech with a four year degree, you know jokes, uh, you know point mm-hmm. aside, you got what a degree in uh, industrial engineering, mechanical engineering, something to that effect. Like you can take that and go make money with that. Mm-hmm. You can take that and go get you an eighty thousand dollar job, a hundred thousand dollar job right out the gate. So you might be on a hook thirty five, maybe forty. You know, like what what's the worst case? Y'all know somebody at te- uh, at state on the hook for. States, yeah, state? and, and a, for a four year degree, like, um, like, like, no out of state, no shit like that, but like, like, like in state, yeah, in I know state, somebody on the hook for 60. I'm on the hook for 40. Okay, mm-hmm. I know more people in the 40 boat than I do 60. So I, was, I was gonna say, combined, I'm at about yeah. 70 right yeah. now. So I know a four year degree at, at, at state is probably about 40 grand, like, all in, you take the loans and pay everything off, whatever, mm-hmm. like that. So let's just say tech is 50, right? Probably costs a little more, than yeah, state or whatever, like that. Say 55, yeah, 55, okay. You on the hook at Tech for 55, your entry level job is eight. You 22, 23, making $80,000. You'll continue to get uh, pay increases and things like that. You'll probably cap out somewhere around $180,000, $200,000 by the time you're all said and done, 10, 15 years from now. Mm-hmm. That $55,000 is worth it at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. The exchange is worth it at that point. But if you got a fucking degree in sociology, that math don't equate. Like, yeah. you on the hook for it. And especially with back to bring back to Morehouse, those schools are private. 
Yeah. Those and that drives the that price. Like another those, thing, those, like, those schools are fucking private. Yeah. And let's be a whole let's be a whole fucking buck. Them HBCUs are not properly funded. Them, mm-hmm. them, them alumni don't get the money back that they're supposed to. Them facilities don't look the way that they're supposed to. Right. So if I gotta be a buck, if I got forty thousand dollars a year to give to some school a year, I might add, because I think that's what I think that's what you know before scholarships and shit kick in for Morehouse. I think that's what the private is going for. Mm-hmm. So or Spelman or you know all of them together, really. Right. So, but if I got forty thousand a year to give, am I taking my my black ass to Yale or Princeton? If, if assuming I got it both, am I gonna take my ass there or am I gonna go to HBCU and do it? Because here's the reality. If I leave Yale with a business degree, I'm not calling motherfuckers looking for a job. They calling you. They calling you. Yes. How many motherfuckers you know with a business degree from Morehouse is getting calls? Not to say Morehouse is not a good business school. I'm not right. saying that. But right. I'm saying is there's certain things that your money should pay for. Mm-hmm. And at $40,000 a year, your money should pay for you not having to look for a job. A motherfucker's looking for you. Right. Right. If I'm going on the hook for $150,000, when it's all said and done, because I know plenty of motherfuckers that went to an HBCU. Oh, niggas that's need to be kicking that. my door down yeah. for a job. That's what I'm saying. I want yeah. a motherfucker at, I want, when I graduate, I want a nigga at my fucking graduation party. <laughs> hey, bro, I know you're celebrating this shit, right? <laughs> I'll see you do your thing. Let's come over here and get you to sign this contract. Right, right. right. We got you signed a bonus in the bag. We can get you taken care of right here and now. Right. Like, that's the kind of shit I would expect for at $200,000. Right. Not to leave. So I feel like those universities are doing those kids a disservice. Like, they could easily tell a motherfucker, hey, this ain't the school for you. This is what you want to do. They're not gonna say that. Right, they're not gonna say that. Because it's a business. But again, it's a business. HBCUs, I believe, were started, you know, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all are a lot more studious than I am on this kind of topic. So (laughs) HBCUs were started to help people that weren't allowed to go to college in other places. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. with that said, I feel like because that's what your foundation was built on, is giving people opportunities that they would otherwise not have, you have a, a certain amount of duty to keep it 100 with those fucking kids. Like, I get it. You need that fucking money to keep your doors open. I get it. Completely understand it. But the reality and the point is simple. If you hear from my betterment as a black person, mm-hmm. because that's what you were started here to do, I don't expect you to hand me $200,000 worth of fucking debt for something I'm never going to be able to make $200,000 on. And therein lies the problem. I can't go get a, a loan for, I can't go get a business loan for $200,000 at 18. But you tell me I can sign up to pay you forty thousand dollars a year at eighteen? Yep, forty thousand a semester. I'm sorry, is it semester? It's nah, a semester. Like, Morehouse is like twenty. Okay, that's why I thought. I thought oh, it was like okay. twenty something. Okay. Twenty something a semester was making about forty something a year. It's more than twenty. It's definitely. Yeah. My husband is a Morehouse graduate. Yeah. It's like it's more than twenty, but it's not more than it's not like it's between twenty and like 25, 30, something like that. If I'm not oh. mistaken. She's like her head. <laughs> There's so many different. You know, people going have different so many different concentrations. So you got you know you got your business you got your doctors you got your you know your sociologists you got your exercise science you got your English majors you got your history majors you got you know so many people get you know get degrees in so many different things and for different reasons. So when people finally do finish school and they get those degrees, you pay off their debt. Cool, great. What are they gonna do now? That doesn't solve the problem of you know them try to find a job. Period. Like there's so many people like me, for example. I got my degree in sociology. Yes, my job ain't in my field. I know so many other people. Like, is your job in your field? Hell no. Nah. You know, say so you're you're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still in school. You know what I'm saying? You, you're in your field. You're not. You feel what I'm saying? So in, in this right here, this is 60 percent of the people in this room yeah. who have jobs that are not in their field. So imagine what the broader spectrum is. So when you have that, and you know, as competitive as the market is right now, it's hard to get a job. Like, regard, like even people who are at like your Emory's and like I know people who graduated from Emory and still doing the same type shit that we're all doing now mm-hmm. so like that that isn't even just like you know tailored to just an HBCU this right. goes to this even tailored to like maybe even I don't know like Yale, Princeton and Harvard and all of them up there you know whatever but what I'm saying is like that it, it like certain things like temporary fixes are cool for the time but how does that guarantee you know the 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 betterment in the long run and that's kind of where I was in between as far as the dude that paid off everybody's student loan debt. Great for the time being, you know what I'm saying? 
I would love for you know a person to get me out and boom, um, I don't got shit to worry about school wise. I ought to be, right. you know, I might want to go back and get my master's degree at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, but when I'm already looking at my shit, it's like I got this much in debt. I got to pay this. I got to pay that much every month. Not to mention all the other regular shit I got to worry about. Like, master's degree is the last thing on my mind. Right now. Yeah. So when you when in in for especially for people who need like those master's degrees to to find a type of job that's gonna you know make that money make sense. Mm-hmm. That's where I was kind of in between as far as that goes because the people whose student loan debt you're paying off, like I said, it's a temporary fix. It doesn't guarantee that they're going to go into the world and, and, you know, find the resources to make it better for everybody else. Quite honestly, a lot of people don't. You go ahead and pay the student loan debts. I bet you if Morehouse called each and every single one of those students that graduated talking about them, hey, donate to Morehouse. How many of you think they're going to do it? No. Probably none. None of them one. They donated four plus years of their right. life. Exactly. And, and that's how most people view it. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the kind of thing, because George State calling me for money now. Right? Yeah. Every time I see that 413, it'll pop up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if, it, if, it, if it ain't a security alert, I know exactly what it is. Like, when I got to school, I did, I sat down and I did the math. I was like, for what I want to do, anything more than 20 ain't worth it. Like, anything more than 20 and I go to a completely different school, Georgia State not going to work. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, like, that's the amount of debt that I could afford to service when I leave this motherfucker mm-hmm. and still be able to function as a member of society that's not more or less, you know, they call people house poor, where they basically, like, all of their money is basically in their house. They work oh, before yeah, their yeah, house. Yeah. You got some people that's literally working to afford the degree that they have. Yeah. Like, they pay so much in, in student loan uh, amounts per month that they have no amount of money to do anything else. I know a few people like that. So, with that said... Like, I knew 20,000 my number. Like, anything close to 20, I'm out. Like, I'll take my ass, I'll finish up my degree somewhere else, like, call it a day because I, I I did the math. Like, there's no way I would be able to go and even, you know, my degree will probably end up paying for itself. Like, I'll probably have all my student loan debt paid off by the end of this year. Like, that's because I was like, fuck it. And I'm like, I'm not just about to sit around and play around with this shit. So I'll just go ahead and just, I, it's going to afford me to have to, you know, eat certain luxuries. There's certain shit I just won't be able to do. Like, and that's fine. But I'll just take that extra money and pay them niggas off because as soon as it's over, it's over. But, like, I couldn't imagine. Like, and for the people that aren't, I wouldn't say smart enough, but people that aren't aren't financially aware enough to make that decision themselves, like, you're just sitting there racking up $40,000 a year for something that's never going to be worth $40,000. Like, and you're doing that, that per year. Like, I, mean, I couldn't, I mean... And, and I, I know we, you know, here's, we the, here's, the, this point, here's the thing with that, though, that, uh, that other people don't kind of take into account. That mindset, as far as, okay, going to college for four years, five years, however much it costs to, you know, and however much it costs to, to you know, get that degree, go into the workforce and, and do whatever, that was something that was passed out from the generation before us. Right. And times have changed from the time that they went to school, got their degrees, they would go to the workforce, to now. Yep. Where, first of all, thanks to, as you had mentioned earlier, you know, people not really using contraception, just fucking around and having all these damn kids. Like, population control is ridiculous right now. Yeah. Like, so it's hard enough already for, you know, us as a people to find, get into the fields that we want to get into, thinking that, you know, from what we were taught from our teachers and from our parents and our uncles and all that stuff, like, that was their time. That's what they learned. But there hasn't been a, put, a system put in place to, 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 to work with the times of now. You know what really fucked us? The baby boomers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole bad That's a different conversation. Bad. It's a lot of conversations yeah. right now. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. though, these baby boomers are really good for the Medicare industry. So, uh, <laughs> y'all got grandparents that need Medicare insurance? I'll let your boy. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, it's like, you know, that when you, when the times of yesterday are not the times of today, but we're still operating on a program that was put in place yesterday. But there isn't anything that's going to work for today. And then I'm sure there will be. You know, they'll finally incorporate a system that's going to work for today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's going to be fucked still. Because there's there's nothing to be put in place for how things change for the next time. I feel like that's just a limit. Like, I feel like that, that would be the, the smart thing to do would be to put a limit on how much student loan debt somebody could even accrue. Yeah. You would think, right? Like, and then how? They, but then you're going to have so many colleges that won't be able to keep the doors open. Because like, one can argue there's too many fucking colleges in the first place. I mean, you can agree and disagree because I said one could argue. Like I said, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm just saying like if you yeah. can't afford to keep your doors open because you aren't able to pro- uh, uh, to pray 
on individuals that probably shouldn't be in your fucking school in the first place. Mm-hmm. Then that's, that, that's a flawed issue with your business model. That's that's an ill you gotta take. It's, like, it's, it's, that's Darwinism at its best. It's a product of the times, though. Like I said, like back in the days, you had you know your your middle schools and your high schools. You had things like you know woodshop, auto, home ec, shit like that. Like people learning actual trades. I'm not so when they leave, I'm saying that's the exact point. If, no, if, 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 you're, if your doors are open for the sole fact that you're able to take advantage on people's belief that they have to go to college to make. Mm-hmm. A suitable living when in reality going to college and sitting in the classroom may not benefit them then that's the issue that that your doors don't need to be open if that's what your business model was built on but if your business model is built on educating minds and, and getting people in so they can further their degrees and sciences and business and all the things like that okay cool then you got a place here but people need to there needs to be a system in place to, to cap what you can accrue in terms of student loans or it needs to be somebody that lets you know that this shit ain't for you I mean, that's a, like, you know, a if, you, if, if you walk into a room and, and you trying to get a, listen, everybody that want to be a fucking nurse at Georgia, at Georgia State is not going to be a fucking nurse. And the great thing is, somebody should have told their fucking dumb ass freshman year, sophomore year, that this shit ain't going to work, in which case you can move on and try something different. The classes they have in place to do that. If the class, you realize you're done long before you get to the class, though. That's what I'm saying. You know you stupid father for that. Just like how microcon <laughs> and, and, and accounting one, accounting two, we niggas out of Georgia State. We have program. science yeah. classes do the same. But, but that's what I'm saying. Anatomy that's and that's physiology. Those are the ones but, that but, we come out. Lord. But here's the exact point. You knew you wasn't going to cut it in that class if you knew if you didn't cut it before you signed up for it. Ah, I disagree with that. You don't, you don't that. know. That's the thing. That's I was and, like, you, what do you know at 17 and 18? Like, you're, you're making decisions for the rest of your life. Like, okay, this is what I want to do 30 years from now. Like, you're talking about so that's, who got into Emory University, so I think, Yale, all this shit. Start in high school. Right. Getting straight A's, you know, honor roll, beta club, all that shit. Going so to they're college, not they're thinking like, in perspective like, of, I'm signing shit. up for 40 grand a year. I'm signing up for the rest of my life. Like, the money, I'm just signing paperwork. And I'm just doing whatever I have to do to be able to do what I want to do for the rest of my life. People aren't thinking the big term, especially if they've never had to worry about money before. If they never had to like really sit down and have financial responsibility people don't think about all those aspects you're trying to tell a 17 18 year old to think about financial decisions for the rest of their life but remember that was my point earlier you if i can't go to the bank and get 200 grand Mm -hmm. why should i be able to sign up for 200 grand they setting you up for failure. They setting you up to be in debt for the rest and, of your life. But that's exactly the point. There needs to be something in place that doesn't allow that to happen. And that's it, a flaw with the school systems and how they're set up. And I would say even to your earlier point about you know if you you know you stupid before you get to a certain point. Based on that argument, like when I was in high school, I got all A's, flying colors, smart as hell. Was smart up until I hit anatomy. Failed that bitch the first time. Took it, a, took it a second time. Failed it twice. Took it a third time. Got a C plus in that bitch and barely walked out. And you learned right then that shit involving the human body wasn't for you. He's getting his doctorate no, in no, it. No, no, no. I, got a, no, I finished my mean? degree no, 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 and no, I got no, I got no, a job no, in my no, field. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I forgot the point. I forgot the point you were trying to make. So, obviously, you kept trying that and eventually you developed love for yes. that. You were taking it three times. Well, not... Well, anatomy, I hate anatomy. It's physiology okay. is the easy part for me, okay. which is... Well, yeah, Opposite, you went, you right? Not, okay, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't go into a field in which anatomy would have been a daily aspect of something you had to do. It's a to part of extent. it, yeah, to yeah. an extent. To an extent, but it, he's not a surgeon. It's my point. Like a surgeon would have to know. It's still underlining. Like you got to understand. Like okay, the person who's teaching this class is making six figures a year, but look at how they're getting their six figures a year. Like they're weeding people true. out. There are people who are truly meant to be in this field, but I have to make this shit hard for you. It's not like I'm going to give you tests and watch you and make sure you're getting it. No, I'm going to give you four tests. And it's going to be 300 different bones about that on that test. And it's not like, like, it's a different type of weeding out that happens in the science aspect and, of it. That you you don't even get a shot if you don't really sit down yeah, and be like. It, but you just can't, you but how many 17 and 18 year olds well, I will say, care for that? Cree, you may remember who this, but I'm not going to say her name because, you know. start. Huh? Does it have fruit involved? It does. So I know exactly who they fired about. her. <laughs> Because her failure rate was too high. Exactly. I failed her class twice because she purposefully made it hard. I also failed her class in a different way. Yes. Again, I'm I, I'm not knocking. And that we're not. Shit. 
Say that with any profession, there's you don't want an underqualified there's, anything. There's certain professions you can live with underqualified. But it's, it's my only point. Here, let me. I'll, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to tie it all back and, and make yeah, that make sense. I got it. The, the, the way he's the way he's kind of making his argument is kind of like the argument of the athlete, where everybody ain't gonna be an NBA star. Everybody ain't gonna mm-hmm. make the NFL. I mean, that shouldn't necessarily stop you from trying to pursue that particular dream. But the chances are, 99% of these motherfuckers ain't gonna make it. Right. And I mean, you're a very logical, mathematical dude, so you're going to play the numbers more times often than not. But everybody ain't like that. So when you take into account, you know, people, okay, I, I want to go to school for this, I want to do that, they still have to go about the process of doing it. Now, if they find out, going through the process that it doesn't work for them, then they find out it doesn't work for them, but you can't sit there and say that, you know, okay, like you said, he failed a class twice, right. passed it the third time. You're, you're, you're more than mindset of if you realize yes. if you realize okay, I'm failing, you're not even gonna get to the point. You're failing like okay, I'm going to switch shit. Right, everybody ain't like that. So put it, this, put it to you this way, right? I'm not exactly mm-hmm. perfect example. I took bio, uh, chem, I took chemistry in tenth grade, eleventh grade, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Realized that shit wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I got to Georgia State, and Georgia State was like, we gotta take a science class. Which one are you gonna take? Astronomy. I said, I'm studying the stars. Geography is on here? Oh, run it. <laughs> I'm a volcano this motherfucking class up, nigga. Like, I'm not, but that's what I'm saying. I knew what right. class did and didn't work for me, and I knew what profession did and didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go in with a mindset of, okay, this ain't for me. I knew I was applying myself in chemistry and wasn't getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. I knew I didn't give a fuck enough about biology to pay more attention than I needed to to get the grade that I got. Mm-hmm. So when I got to college, and I knew I had to take a science class, and I knew what I was more or less what I wanted to do. I took the easiest class that was available. Mm-hmm. I'm saying some people should apply that same logic to when they get to school. Like, realize that the shit is not for them based mm-hmm. off of prior experience and choose a different path before they get to the point where they've acquired more debt than they can do anything yeah, with. Yeah, but it's just, yeah, like I said, it's just the pro, like the way the shit is set up and how we're coached and taught. Sometimes that mentality isn't there. So, right. like I said, it's, right. it's more than just that person itself. Right, but right, furthermore, on to- getting back to the topic, that's one of the main reasons why it's like, I appreciate what Homeboy did. Um, I appreciate what Homeboy did giving the money to the students, but at the same time, like I said, it's like those students went to school not knowing that their debt was going to get paid off. So, like, what's what's better, giving money to these students, you know, knowing uh, I got, uh giving to the, giving money to these students, not knowing, you know, what I'm saying how that's going to benefit them in the long run, or donating that money to uh, a program for research. Or something like that, in order to try to kind of help, you know, change the wheel, I guess, or to you know, so, try to actually solve a problem. Because the program programs itself, like you know, they are put in place for that. Now, whether they do it or not, that's one thing. But they strive to do it, just like people strive to go to school for certain things may or may not work out. But with people, you know, people can be fake. They either you know finicky, not fake. That's DJ shit. But um, you know, what I'm saying people. You know what I'm saying? They go to school for a particular thing, you know, they accrue this debt. Now, they accrue this debt, they sign these papers knowing that they're going to have to pay it back. One way or another. Whether someone pays for it or they got to go into the workforce and work all their goddamn lives, win the lotto, whatever the case may be. But, you know, paying off their particular debt, like I said, while a good thing, doesn't really ensure the betterment of that person or the society in the long run. All of this is a temporary fix. Like, hey, you just ain't got to worry about it no more. So even if you have to find that little Starbucks job or if you decide that, okay, you know, I do want to go back to school, which is where I think it's a good thing, going, you know, that's where, like, it still doesn't, like, really help for the betterment in the long run. Whereas, you know, you're developing or donating this money to, like, a research program. Hey, look, let's try to figure this out. You need resources here. I'm going to give you this so you can get the resources you need. It's either way, it's a toss-up as far as, like, how beneficial it's going to be. I just felt like on this side over here, it's like, you know, at least, you, you know, you're putting the money for a specific cause mm-hmm. that it helped drive helping a particular a group of people particular group of people that may right. or may not be doing right much of anything so that's kind of where i was like i kind of wanted to get people's perspectives as far as like how y'all felt personally people use their money. 
I like the nigga that paid off the student loans. Um, because, like, when you donate to a research program for a certain specific topic, like homelessness and stuff, it's like, how can I really gauge how y'all use this money? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going through the university system. Yeah. Where does it go from there? It's going to go to salaries. It's going to go to different things. It's going to go to this new building. It's new, these new textbooks we need for the students that are going to be taking these classes and studying these things. It's going to go to a lot of different things. For the people who are going into the workforce, they don't have to worry about a specific bill for the next 10, 20, 30 years of their life because I know how Morehouse student debt is. Um, it's different. And, yeah, you're going to have people who have – degrees that I mean that's a whole different topic of having a degree that's going to get you a certain amount of money as soon as you get out of college that makes sense for the certain amount of debt that you've accumulated like that's a that's totally different um but I will say at least you know there's people who are going to benefit from those resources off rip like sure you can find the root of homelessness and then what are you going to do about it Mm -hmm. are you going to be able to stop it from there like some people choose to be homeless. Some people have resources and they don't utilize them. So it's just like you can't. That's why it's a flip of a coin. I feel like some lessons got to be learned. Like some of those weapons you got to take. And I feel like if you go to school, and I know you know it's you know possibly a different topic, but I feel like if you go to school for something that that is not worth the two hundred thousand dollar paper, hundred thousand dollar paper that is printed on, that's a lesson you got to learn. Like, and I feel like if you couldn't learn that. Prior to signing up for the debt, well, you got to learn it after the fact. And yeah. student loan ride with you till death, nigga. And, like, it's got to be settled up by your estate, if I remember correctly. Like, so you can even die, but you still, somebody got to take care of that shit. If, like, you, if, like, say, I, I, I don't know exactly, so I'm not going to speak on it, but I believe it, it, it goes with your estate, too. Like, I feel like that shit don't just die with you. Like, it's, I think it's kind of like similar to taxes. Like, if somebody's the beneficiary. After, after you pay it after a certain amount of years, they kind of, like, forgive you a little bit afterwards like mine is like a 25 like year thing and then after that though me and my friends are trying to finesse a system of how can i work for the government for 10 years and, and then get, they get it forgiven shit yeah. like that because it's just like yeah i need another degree but this shit not going away and that's yeah i mean and that, and that gets back to the point like i i there's there's degrees i feel like that require not just the the bachelor's degree that you happy that you got <laughs> so many things have gotten hacking. I that's, just don't that's understand the, why Sally that need to be happened, not man. Yet. Please, this, man, my nigga. Please. I just felt, yeah. You just gotta, you gotta, you know, because everybody know they debt. Everybody know they debt situation. Like, you know you don't come for money. Like, you know your people ain't got bread. So, like, don't go signing up for two, three hundred thousand. Hey, to the cuz who, uh, who paid the off all checks, of, uh, the Morehouse debt, hey, uh, kudos to you. If you got an extra hundred thousand, a hey, uh, my, my name, I'm chilling, Nigga, shoot me a smooth 20. Slide me 40, we good, bro. Like, <laughs> a smooth 20, you know, that'll recoup everything I'm paid and give me a little bit the rest to pay that's the rest of That's, that's why I said give me about a hundo. Yeah, give me, give me a smooth, give me a smooth 20, dog. That ain't that much. Like, I don't even want to talk about it, bro. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, just wanted to no, throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all unit right. now. Like, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> y'all, y'all split up. That shit go with you too. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, hey, bro. That's my worst fucking fear, bro. Is to like get married to somebody who's student loan debt and then we get divorced and I got to take half of that shit with me. Bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, oh, man. Like, <laughs> nah, that's, that's, nah. That is without a doubt my worst fucking fear, bro. He was valedictorian and I still was like, you got how much? The system is fucked, and I also think it's a miss. Like when you come to older HBCUs like Morehouse and stuff, like okay, the president's making how many figures a year? But why don't your student apartments have air conditioning in them? So it's like a misuse of money at the same time too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's so much deeper than how much the price of tuition costs. I get it, but I don't get it because I do think it's a system created to weed people out, to set people up so that everybody cannot achieve a certain state. But it's like, at at what point do we start charging people who are going to be doctors more than people who are going to be just your healthcare workers or different things like that? So 
It's like, do we make different majors have different tuitions and shit like that? It's so much that goes into it that the system is flawed and we need to fix services it. services that they don't even use. Yeah. Like, you see what I mean? Yeah. Who the... Listen. Us you having went, to You went to school for a film degree. Nigga, if you ain't Spielberg in 10 years, it was a waste. Like, what are we doing here? Like, your tuition shouldn't be that but high. even that's a, pu- a public university, how many students truly have the resources they need to have jobs straight out of the field? I mean, Georgia State wasn't getting calls. People had to work no. their ass off for their jobs. But too. again, I feel like so, I feel like Georgia State's degree, given that, is is priced uh, well enough to where it need to be. Like yeah, it wasn't you, as you can, high as it wasn't more as valuable over the years now. Yes, yeah. yes, it's, be, it's become and, more yeah, they, valuable. They showed you how to network, but they didn't give you the tools nope. to have a, a a job waiting for you as soon as you graduated. Nope. The thing now is, people need a bachelor's degree just to be. Like just not, to be. It's not even like, okay, you get a job in your field. This is okay. You Whatever field you can get into, because it's not like you need a degree to get into most of these fields now. But if you have a degree, it's going to make it look better, you know, even though you have no job experience, even though you may be dumb as a rock, but you knew how to fucking either cheat on tests or read a book for an hour to, to you know, get the information you need that you're going to completely forget about the next day. Like, it's like the system is just completely ridiculous. That's also a problem. Like, within mm. the job system, a lot of people are like, okay, when you. We require you to have a bachelor's degree, but we also require you to have like three years' experience. I just got How? out of college. How? How am I going to have that type of experience? And it's an entry level job. How is that possible? You're not even paying me enough to be able to pay all the bills that I Again, have to be to live on my own. It's not meant. That's, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like everybody's like, oh, the system needs to change, the system needs to change. That's a foregone conclusion. Hmm. We know the system needs to change. But are you going to properly operate within the system in its current state? Regardless of if it's going to change or not. Because I feel like that's what kids are coming in of not doing. Mm-hmm. We didn't do. Like, if a motherfucker would have came to you, let's just say day three of Georgia State, because the first day was absolutely fucking bad, and the second day <laughs> was recovery, and third day you might have been able to pay attention to some fucking information. Third day a motherfucker came to you and explained to you what your current situation would look like. It would have made... Would that not have altered your actions from that moment forward? Absolutely. That's exactly the point. There's too many people like us going through this shit. I'm sorry, there's too many people like us that ain't started going through the shit that we going through now. I mean, like, I can go catch a motherfucker on Georgia. Hey, bro, wait, what, what, you, what you wanna do? Oh, nigga, I wanna do it. Okay, cool. This ain't for you. Take your ass to GGC. Get your degree there. Or even the resources. People don't even know, like, they sign up for student loans so quick, not knowing how much aid there is that will pay for mm-hmm. that shit. Because people don't explain to you, oh, you, you grew up in a foster system. You know how much aid is out that goes to waste every year for you? Like, you could sign up for this, and you don't even have to sign a student loan and still get a refund check. Like, there's not certain things that teach people, like, hey, there's resources still out there. Like, they're not teaching that shit in high school. I mean, but that's, that's been a problem about everything. It, it, yeah. the, the system has always been created to keep a majority of the population down while the others flourish. So, I mean, that even goes into, like, teaching things like the stock market and, and yeah, they they push like, us to take, take those loans. We not even go open that can of worms because it's like that 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 problem has been in existence, especially. And that's the thing: taking a loan, it what isn't really the issue. Like, how many niggas took loans for amount of money that they didn't need, so that they can have a refund check? That's dumb. That's the issue. Yeah, there's plenty of motherfuckers that only needed two grand for the semester to to pay up, and they'll take five. Percent. But they took five, so they can go get a new MacBook, so they can go get a new car, so they can do this, so they can do that. A lot of motherfuckers did it, did it the improper way, and they paying for it now. Yeah, I will say that. Like, I definitely had that parent that was just like, "No, you don't need that much. Thank God." Yeah, I needed eight hundred dollars my last semester, bro. I took out an eight hundred dollar loan my last semester, not because I didn't have eight hundred dollars, but just because I didn't want to pay eight hundred dollars to Georgia State at that time. Mm-hmm. Dumb as fuck. Yeah, I had eight hundred dollars in a fucking shoebox in my room, nigga. Hustle money. Money I made on the side doing other shit. I got 800 just folded up. So you, so you one of those niggas that I'd rather make street money than bitch. <laughs> no. I was at work. I'm mad you brought it up that way. I was at work and I was also hustling bread on the side. Like if you need, if you was a drug dealer. I want that street, I want hey, that street money. Hey, if you was a drug dealer and you wanted to get a hotel room in a downtown hotel uh, back in the day. And you didn't want to put your ID down. No, you pay cash, bro. You pay cash. And I would put a fake name in the system. Yep. And then you would pay me for that look of the other way. 
So I would make, you know, fifty, hundred dollars, you know, whatever like that, you know, on a given night, just doing that, you know, niggas, you know, I'd be like, yo, it's fifty. Okay, cool. Nigga would pay me fifty and then pay for the room. And that's just how it would go. Like it's that nigga not supposed to be able to get a room without putting your ID down. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, nigga, I get it. Like, you a fucking scammer. Like you trying to fuck the stripper you just picked up from magic. Who am I? Question, do we all have a little bit of time? Yeah. Cause I still wanna see how many of the books you can get. Listen, we can do that hand right, up right now. I, I, I need to see it. Listen, so Brandy. we can go ahead and uh, end the topic we can, we can now. Go ahead and let's do the last call shit. Yeah, yeah. Who's man's is this? It went from funny, but it got the educational. You know, it's 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 good, but of course it's always. I we should. I really wanted to do that more often. Like being able to educate people or talk about certain things to kind of like you know spur the brain and people to actually think for once. I'm not gonna lie, that was really the main reason why I brought that home. Because when I first looked at it, I really came at it with the ignorance of like, why don't you just give the homeless people? Mm-hmm. And I had a yeah. conversation with somebody, and they really broke it down to me like, no, it's not. That's not how it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You, you can't. That's why before that, I that, 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 was like, <laughs> but, but remember, that's why I asked in the beginning. How many people can you really help with thirty million? Yeah. Like how far does thirty million really get you? If I was to help, if I were to take thirty million to help directly to to, to the homeless, how mm-hmm. many people could I actually help? Exactly. That's why it's like the, it's not to help the homeless people, but to help the the, the homeless problem. Right. But and I'm saying the, the people find the, a way to, to make it. Better. The people that looked at it sideways was thinking, why don't they just give it to the people? Yeah, and and, and, that, and that was that's, exactly that's my point. Is how many people thinking. are you actually gonna help with thirty million? Short sighted, shallow thinking. You got to think deeper, y'all. You got to use your brains. That's what they're there for. Like thirty million. I think realistically to to change generationally, like thirty million could probably only help like fifty people. Now, I was gonna say yeah, maybe twenty five tops. Yeah, I would say fifty, assuming like people's situations aren't in like dire dire situations yeah. or whatever like that. I think thirty million is only gonna help anywhere between thirty to fifty people. If you're talking, especially if you're talking for generation, generational, if, you, if you're talking about making yeah. it so that I can educate you so that you don't fuck up again and make sure that your and generation sure that come and, down and don't fuck family, up either, and then your family behind you. Yeah, that's like, not yeah, that's not that many people. people. That's not that many people. If it's just, oh, let's get this motherfucker off the street, you'll be back homeless in a year. Yeah. So, but if it's put you on game so that you never end up homeless or anywhere near homeless again, that's a mindset shift. Yeah, I was like, how do you pay no, that's, for that? That's like, that's a, a, that's that's not a, like that's a whole panel study. How do I get you to show up every day? How do I get to make sure you're making, you're eating breakfast and dinner and still feeling comfortable every day? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so much deeper than that that I couldn't even yeah. gauge how many people would be affected by that. And, and again, I'm, I'm pulling that, I'm, I'm guessing at the number, but I, I don't realistically, like, somebody be like, oh, it could help millions of people. Shut up. That's, that's stupid. Like, that's $3 per person. That don't even make sense. Like, so I just feel like if you're trying to make true lasting change in somebody's life, you're not, it's, it's not going to go as far as you think it's going to go. 